At Old Mutual Wealth, we believe that working with a financial planner is an important step in any individual's financial journey. A financial plan helps you to take control of your future and provides a map to help you achieve your goals. That's why we do everything we can to help you to get the maximum out of the financial planning process, including having the right conversation with your planner. In this series, we ask and answer some hard questions you should ask your financial planner and some you should definitely ask yourself. We hope listening to these conversations will prompt a richer, meaningful financial conversation with your planner and help you take your wealth further. Yvonne Killian on the podcast today talking of financial planning and the emotions that get involved in the way, the behavioral aspects, etc. Yvonne is a financial planning coach. Great to have you on the podcast today, Yvonne. Thank you so much, Ian, and welcome to you and the listeners. Uh, looking yeah. forward to share some insights with you. So really, Yvonne, you're responsible for developing and coaching the Old Mutual Wealth Strategic Partner Community. That's a, that's a big gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, the, the preamble really to this podcast is talking about understanding personal biases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love you to unpack that for a second because you can't unlink financial planning with those personal biases, can you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, advisors generally uh, experience exactly what clients are experiencing and external factors impact them as much as it does clients. And that mm. may impact how they respond in any given situation. Uh, so it's just really to also be aware of what that means for them. Let's talk about those those behavioral characteristics and the, the, the different aspects that get in the way of providing relevant financial advice, the solid advice that you sometimes have to look through the emotions and get to. How does that work? Well, I think I really want to maybe focus on three key areas that does impact um, impartiality and objectivity when advisors mm. deliver advice. I mean, from a behavioral bias perspective, if you look at the spectrum of all the biases that are out there, there are just too many to mention. There's over a thousand yeah. biases, and we're not going to have time to unpack that. But generally, just looking through on what are those aspects that does impact and that can potentially uh, lead to compromised advice to clients. Uh, the first for me would be uh, just really who planners are. They've got an altruistic nature. They serve others. And they spend so much of their time and effort in, in doing that for others and serving others. And that has a direct impact on their emotional and mental well-being. So they tend to give uh, just about all of themselves without taking care of their own needs. And for me, this can potentially impact their ability to be objective and impartial when they give advice. Mm. So um, uh, coupled with that, when we talk about behavioral bias, it stems from really how do they see the world? What are their habit-forming behaviors? And how is this influenced? And it has been influenced not just by their past experience and beliefs, but also their motivations and their fears. And that has a direct impact. Uh, and I think coupled with that, for advisors to be aware of how their views and behaviors can get in the way of providing objective advice, for many, it's a blind spot especially when they experience periods of disruption or stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last area uh, that I wanted to talk to here is uh, that of the environmental and external influences. 
that really lead to advisors struggling to always um, stay relevant and up-to-date in an ever-changing environment where they have to be cognizant not just of what's happening in the present but also what's coming in the future. And my view is that advisors are impacted by these external factors and it really does contribute uh, to how they live their lives and how they advise their clients. So they are required to continuously develop their skills in order to stay relevant. And yeah, so what I've seen is that they really struggle to adapt and to stay innovative and to reinvent themselves Hmm. uh, with these new ways of doing. So the environment does demand it, but it's always easy to stick with what we know. We've always done it this way. So, yeah, I think for me, um, about helping advisors to connect with and understand the impact of what change brings and what it means for them, uh, that helps them to better optimize on opportunities and it can help them to sustain a competitive advantage uh, to provide optimal services to their clients. I mean, Yvonne, this, this, just listening to you talk and understanding what the, the role is of a financial planner, the responsibility is absolutely massive. I mean, you're dealing with other people's futures. You're dealing with other people's hopes, dreams, plans, etc. And, you know, here you're talking about being able to roll with the punches, change your outlook, educate yourself. Uh, it, it really, emphasizes to me how important it is to be able to find somebody that you can honestly trust uh, to be a financial planner and then ask the right questions because you know a lot of us aren't equipped to ask those questions we don't know where to start we 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 sit ourselves in front of somebody who claims to be a financial planner and we listen you know with with the best intentions and sometimes that advice can be fairly difficult to digest and sometimes it can be wrong as well so I'm, I'm going to ask you maybe to unpack for us what the questions are that we should be asking to this incredibly important person in our financial future. Yeah, I think that uh, certainly questions are the means toward developing some understanding of who it is mm. that you will be dealing with as a client. It also helps you to gauge whether your financial advisor uh, is able to provide you with a balanced view when they work with you. Um, so clients that are concerned with uh, how uh, their advisors are dealing with their own stresses, uh, mental and uh, emotional well-being, can check in and ask questions like, what and how do you manage your finances during these times? They could even ask the advisor whether they engage any support when they have to make difficult decisions, including financial decisions for themselves. And I think one of the most important things that comes out of studies that um, we have done is most financial advisors um, in the broader community do not have a financial plan for themselves. In fact, very few have a financial plan. And, you know, it's just inquiring into, so do you have a financial plan uh, or do you invest in the same investments and products or do you employ the same services that you offer to me for yourself? Just those kind of questions will will give you a good insight into where they're at from an emotional and mental point of view. But, yeah, I think I can maybe go into a couple of other questions 
that really gauges objectivity of how will your advisor respond in specific situations. Always good to know to ask, so if money is lost, how would you manage my assets, their advisor? Hmm. Uh, or how would you respond when expectations are compromised after the financial plan is formulated, right. for instance? That's another example. So I can go into a couple of others. But ultimately, you know, what strategies is it that your advisor employs also for them to stay relevant and, you know, in a changing world? And how can they relate that back to how they deliver advice, how they run their businesses and also how um, they manage their own situation uh, and their own stresses? Certainly, as a client, I'd be I'd be fairly nervous to ask my financial planner. It's almost as though you're questioning what their decisions are and basing yours on that. But I suppose it's a very relevant thing to do because if they certainly can't answer those questions and manage their own portfolio, then how the heck are they going to be managing yours? I mean, that's that's the conclusion I'm drawing. Yeah, and I think uh, leading on from that, it's about managing expectations, as you've mentioned, rightly so. So where does the responsibility lie for uh, providing objective financial advice? And who is accountable for uh, making sure that whatever is decided is followed through? And in essence, the responsibility lies with the client and the accountability partner is the advisor to make sure that you stay on track with what you committed to do in the first place. The value that is there for a client when planners provide this objective and impartial advice, they've got a solid background, mm. they've given good advice. Is The value of that is, is truly tremendous. Let's dip into that for a second. What are the benefits then? of What is that value? Yeah, um, I think there's five key value drivers that I can pull out here, and it's not an explicit list, but ultimately – For the client, it's an immediate call to action to collaborate with an advisor in an impartial way because they will immediately have a sense of what they need to do and they they will also have someone that can walk alongside them to empower them to have the confidence to start and to stick with taking the necessary steps in order to achieve their financial objectives. So that's that's the one one area. And then, of course, having a trusted relationship for the long term and one that lasts, and also one that allows for some flexibility where the client and the advisor will adapt because of changing uh, circumstances or the environment, and doing so without really compromising the purpose of living a positive and fulfilled financial future life. Uh, And, uh, of course, I mentioned about managing expectations, that role of responsibility and accountability but it's sharing knowledge between the two parties be it the client or the advisor and that knowledge and expertise is an objective way within a framework where the client can then consider the trade-offs and make informed decisions that's a a very highly regarded a value driver for me that comes out of that collaborative relationship. So it's not a one-sided telling and solving of your situation in a specific moment. It looks at things in a lot, much broader way. Uh, and, and therein it's an engagement with which clients can really uh, um, experience what it means to enable a positive shift for them today 
So that invitation of collaboration with your uh, financial advisor is that they will coach you. They'll become a bit of a thinking partner and they'll challenge your views in order to create some form of clarity around those choices, those important choices that you need to make. And again, that technical expertise, uh, that specialized knowledge of financial advice and products and services, these really are the enablers that will support you to achieve your objectives. But it's the conversation and the collaboration in the formulation of the plan that really adds most of the value if Mm. it comes Mm. from a point of understanding who you are as a client. So, yeah, I think that that basically highlights uh, most of of the value drivers uh, that, that clients can experience. Yeah, I'm hearing communication, communication, mm, communication absolutely. come and up collaboration. so much. Yeah. Yes. It's absolutely. a dialogue. It's not a monologue. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second. Let's switch roles and let's talk about clients, uh, uh, the, the end user, the person who's been given the advice. Mm. What happens when they get in the way? Because you, we've spoken about, you know, behavioral aspects. We've spoken about emotions. We've spoken about somebody around the bri who might get advice from a friend and then approach their financial advisor. And so it goes. And, you know, the, we might get in the way of this process. What do you have to say about that? Firstly, uh, what gets in the way is who you are and how you respond in a given situation. And most of that uh, we're blind to. So the only way you really know um, what your reaction is to a triggered event, be it a political event, be it a technological enhancement that you need to adapt to because you haven't done it before, you will react in a certain way. And that's Mm. driven by the underlying experiences of what your life has been like up to now, as well as your personality traits and characteristics. And that determines how you behave in any given situation. So um, behaviors are the norms that we uh, project out into the world. And it's a form of defense mechanism. But that is the portion that we can change. The things we can't really change is what's not visible. Um, It's what sits um, under the surface. It's your beliefs and your morals, your worldview, how you perceive the world. Uh, But ultimately, uh, the things that can be changed are the habits and uh, the behaviors in how you will respond. And those behaviors, if they don't serve you and they're toxic for you, uh, the invitation is how can I develop the competency and the skills to try doing something differently Mm. what are those first little steps that can help me do that that was not the answer that i was expecting you ending up you're ending up doing a lot of introspective thinking and a lot of introspective uh, work to be able to uh, better your outcome when it comes to financial planning that's very interesting there's a whole nother conversation happening there with that answer isn't there There absolutely is. And this is exactly why we believe that equipping financial advisors with the softer skills, where it's no longer just focused on IQ, but EQ as well, uh, becomes increasingly important so that they can meet clients where they're at and also make clients aware of what gets in the way and empower clients to shift so that they can liberate themselves from what's been holding them back up to now. Fantastic. Fantastic. 
What a nice conversation. Interesting points that you've raised there. Thank you so much. Uh, I think it's certainly food for thought for me and hopefully everyone else listening to go away and digest. Yvonne? Killian, the financial planning coach or one of the financial planning coaches at Old Mutual Wealth. Uh, thank you so much for your time today on the podcast. It's, it's been a great pleasure to chat to you. Thank you for having me. The key to any successful financial plan lies in receiving good financial advice. At Old Mutual Wealth, we work with financial planners that know this and truly partner with you to help you make the right choices. If you don't have a financial planner, choosing one may well be the most important step you take. Visit us at oldmutual.co.za forward slash hard questions.